Lifestyles, a show designed to help everyday Australians create a lifestyle that inspires them using property development strategies. On the show, you'll hear from everyday people changing their lives doing property development. You'll learn from their successes as well as some of the challenges they face along the way. We'll also talk to experts from a range of fields who share specialised techniques you can use to accelerate your property journey. I'm your host, Amanda McEwen, and I'm a founder of Rising Star Developer, and I'm really passionate about helping everyday Australians build lifestyles using property development. Let's get going. So I think I'd really like to start with perhaps just sharing about who you are. Um, you know, I know, I'm, I know where you've been come through, but share with the audience, um, your background, where you, what you, what you're doing prior to doing property development, um, yeah. you know, your life. If you can summarize that, we'd love to hear yeah, about you. Yeah. Well, immediately just prior to this, I had my own mortgage broking business. So, um, for the last sort of just over six years and, that all came about because we had little ones <laughs> and we moved down from Cairns. We were in Brisbane and they're only one and three. And I'm actually an accountant by trade as well. And um, I couldn't go back to those hours with them. We had no family around here to help either. And my husband, he's an engineer. So he was like gone six in the morning, back six at night. I was like, I can't do this with the kids. You know, it's, it's just not going to work. So I was like, I, I, the only way I could see it was working for myself. And I love property. I've always loved property. So I was like, I'm good with numbers. I love property. And mortgage brokers seem to fall into that space. Yeah. Even though like all the, the lending side of things was an educational part, but I love seeing what people were buying and helping their dreams evolve, whether it was buying their first property or their, you know, next one upgrading or being first time investors or building their portfolio. That was the bit I really liked about it. So um that was exciting, really good. But then obviously getting into property development, our first project, which we sold, well, completely sold the start this year, I just got a flavor for that. And I was like, yeah, this is it. I've got to make this happen. Yeah. <laughs> because it just, when it, when I, I think back on it, like the original, original desire or interest in property development came like when I was about 21, I think, when I was, Working at Ernst Young, my first like professional job, all my clients were property developers. So I loved meeting them and sitting down rather than going through the financials with them. I'd like ask them lots of questions about their projects. So, um, I love that. And then we actually moved overseas for a couple of years though, over to London. And when coming back though, I just had that in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, I was very much of a traditional develop a mindset though, I think then thinking we needed to be at a financial, certain financial position or have a certain amount of money to start. So we, we didn't get into it then, you know, so I thought, right, what's the best thing I can do? I'll work for the best property developer in Australia. So I Googled who that was at the time <laughs> and it was Stockland. So I went and worked for them. Wow. Um, yeah, found, found a, or told a recruiter that I was like, right, give me a job at Stockland. And luckily enough, there was a job going at the time in Brisbane. So in the accounting section and um, got in there. So I learned lots there as well, which was awesome and just fueled that, you know, interest again. So I just knew that's probably where I wanted to head, but it was the same thing. It was thinking financially we weren't ready. Yeah. And um, But now knowing, obviously, what I know, I was like, damn, I wish we'd done this, you know, <laughs> 10 years ago. And But, yeah, it's. I mean, it took us a while to get there, but I think it's probably everything's for a reason. Like I managed to do mortgage broking now, which has given me a lot more confidence in the lending space and knowing what we can get, what we can do for it. 
money-wise, all that side of things is really easy now, which I think making buying a property easier, knowing the financial background and the lending space, yeah. And my husband also in the last six years has been doing a lot of subdivision work. Uh, so I think our path has taken us this way for a reason, and we've just sort of now come together with really a lot more knowledge and confidence. So it's, yeah, I don't know. I think that's where we're at. I mean, personal life, I've got two young kids as well. They're 10 and 12. Beautiful. And they're great. Both boys keep me active. Oh, I can imagine they would do. <laughs> I've never had to go to the gym <laughs> since having them. So um, they're, um, yeah, wonderful. And we share this journey with them too. They're learning a lot uh, through it all as well, So, which is yeah. quite exciting. And I think that's amazing. And the same with my girls. It's, it's, it's so good for them to actually have the conversation. They hear the conversations that Al and I are having around our steals and, and numbers and indirectly you're planting seeds in their heads. And you don't know where they're going to transpire down the track, but I think it's a beautiful journey that is shared with them and, and really be a good role model for them around business and, and, you know, also stepping outside of your comfort zone, learning new things, taking a chance, taking on risk, managing risk, all that sort of stuff yeah. is such, so important for kids to hear as well. Yeah, that's it. We've always been pretty open book with them about finance side of things. So, um, because we're both very numbers people, Glenn and I, as my husband. And, um, yeah, so it's just na- very natural to talk to them about it. And they, they both are very good with numbers too, funnily enough. <laughs> and so they, they pick up on it and they're learning a lot about property too. They're realizing that the, uh, really dodgy houses close to the city cost way too much money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. And so how did um, how did you get exposed to the rising star and, and to myself? Yeah, it was funny. Um, I don't know, but just came up in my Facebook ad, actually. It just caught my attention. And I guess maybe because we, I don't know whether we're similar in a sense, maybe some background, maybe follow similar things. But yeah. I'm kind of learning watching your videos. I'm probably following very similar people. or um, And, yeah, it came up and I thought, I just connected with you straight away. I was like... Right. I think, well, our first project, we'd, we'd bought the investment property, but we hadn't done anything with it yet. Or we'd, we decided what we wanted to do. Um, I think we may have demoed the house, but that's as far as we'd gotten. And yours came up and I think we, we knew that was a path we wanted to keep going down, but there was so much we didn't know. So we've really got to learn a lot yeah. more here. Like we had enough confidence to, to buy the property and sort of have a, pl- a bit of a plan. Um, but yeah, we just knew there was more we needed to, to learn and that aside as well, I think we, we knew we really needed to find a mentor as well. There's a lot, I guess, of courses out there, but they're just digital courses or something like that. It's the interaction you've created. I think in Rising Stars, what drew us in having that community, the, you know, fortnightly chats, um, really was like, okay, this, this fits a lot better. And yeah. That's what attracted us to you, yeah, for sure. It's been been excellent, been very very helpful for us. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and so for the, so you, you purchased your first deal. So at that stage, so with what you had learnt, had that changed the path of what you were planning to do with that deal from what you were learning inside of the inner circle? Yeah, um, a little bit. Well, it all happened with COVID, unfortunately, as well. Like our our tenants moved out the week before the first lockdown, so. Um, at that point, we were, we were just doing a one into two, but um, we were going to build two houses. And But with that all happening, we were like, whoa. And, and I, listening to you as well, a bit of risk before profit um, mindset, I was like, right, we I think we need to 
not be so highly geared in this. It was very uncertain circumstances. So we just got the subdivision done, decided to sell off one block, you know, get our debt down and just build the other one. Because then we knew even if things went south, we could actually rent it out and it'd be positively geared. So we kind of felt very, a lot more comfortable in that scenario. And rather than having that profit as, as the forefront, we, um, weighed up the risk in the whole situation. And yeah, so it did change our strategy in doing that. So we felt a lot more comfortable doing that and still made good profit in the end anyway. So yeah, that's good. And that's amazing because it is very easy to get, um, spellbound by the numbers. So if you look at the mm. deal just purely from a profit perspective, um, it can, you can be very attracted to go down a certain path. But I think certainly from every developer that I've worked with that has a similar philosophy to me in terms of risk first and profit second, they're the ones that will generally, um, be around for the longer term and have a lot bump, less bumpier ride. And so yes, you may take yeah. a little bit of profit at some state, a little bit less profit, but yeah. from a, you can put your head in the pillow at night, oh, you know, yeah. you've managed your risk. And I think it's a much more sustainable way of doing this business. Um, yeah. Hundred percent agree. I think that's a very major taking we we took from your learnings was um was that because um you can't get carried away looking at the numbers, but yeah, pairing it back, just figuring out what what sits with you best too. I think because we're well, engineer can we're fairly generally conservative people, so um, <laughs> we're uh, definitely analyze everything and just yeah prefer to take that um. Yeah, less riskier path, but uh, still make sure the profit's there. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And so from a numbers perspective, had you done a feasibility similar to the one that uh, I provided as part of the course? Was that have you, yeah, like yeah, that? very similar. So we we just had Excel we were working with and just yeah. had our purchase price and you know stamp duty all the rest working down and yeah. development approval costs and we yeah listed it all out and sort of grouped them in different things. Um, so yeah, so I guess your your initial tick and flick one was our base one initially like that. And then the detailed one you've got is we just kind of inserted lines into once we figured out, okay, we need a town planner. We need like the waters, the, all the service connections and disconnections and demo. We kind of just added in lines. As yeah. we, went. we had figured like an overall figure initially working at the Fizo. Um, but yeah, then sort of fleshed it out. So yeah, getting yours was a lot prettier and nicer and a lot more detailed. <laughs> <Bit of pink. laughs> it was good. Yeah. So we definitely just use yours now. <laughs> oh, that, that's great. And, and, and you probably have a different way of thinking as well because you've already done, you're good with numbers. So have you modified it much and made it your own as well? Have you found that been, that was helpful? Yeah. Yeah. I have a little bit actually too. Yeah. And sort of with what's specific to where we are in a state and that as well and what I know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have. So it's, been really good though very helpful so it just gave you I think a lot of the just extra details especially for people who haven't started you just don't know what some costs are or even to look for at least that helps you guides you at least to make those phone calls or find out and go hey is this relevant to what I'm doing here and how much is it going to cost and yeah I think um yeah no it's been really good (laughs) and from the group calls have you found that you've learned things you hadn't even thought of just by hearing questions that other people have asked yeah, definitely. Yeah. A lot of the, um, oh, like building contract stuff that's come up and yeah, a lot of that for us as well, because we hadn't built anything before, um, didn't know much about it. And so, yeah, when people ask other questions, it's handy. And I've gone back to ones that I've missed and just watched replays just to see if I can pick up on anything extra. And or if I can't be there and I've shot you an email for of our question, you know, and then gone back and watched um to see if you've answered it, so which you always have. So it's been incredibly helpful. I've got to say like 
between that, between yeah, me being able to ask you specific questions by email and you brought it up in like the, the chats and then me asking also us other questions in Facebook, it's just helped solve problems for us like that we've come up with. So, um, and just the support as well. I think, you know, I was going through a bit of a, a rough patch finding another property <laughs> earlier this year and expressed my, uh, frustration, I guess, yeah. <laughs> with it. And I just got a lot of support back and kind of helped get me back on that horse again and, and keep going. So, um, yeah, from both, both things, by helping solve problems, but also support has been really good. Yeah. Very helpful. Yeah. Cause as you, as you know, when you, when you're doing your own property developments as your own business, it can be quite a lonely journey if, unless you have other people to be able to tap into. And I think that's certainly what, um, I'm seeing a lot of people getting a huge amount of value by being able to, like you said, if you're having time where you're finding things frustrating, just be able to reach out to people who actually understand. It's almost like when, you know, when you have kids and you go to a mother's group. <laughs> And yeah, you know, everybody yeah. away to understand completely get where you're at. And just yeah. by having that, that <laughs> comfort of people knowing where you're at just helps you keep moving forward. And I think that's very similar yeah. in terms of this as well. You know, yeah. when you hit a challenge and you're always going to hit challenges, that's just the natural part of business and life really to yeah. have someone to go, okay, yeah, I know where you're at. I feel you. I hear you. And how about think about this perspective here or that perspective here or just keep going. Um, yeah. it's really so you just need sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I think the difference between actually going, okay, it's all too hard and giving up or just, you know, pushing over that little hurdle so you can keep uh, keep moving forward. So, Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I think the group itself as well also, well, for me, it makes me feel accountable a bit, like as well. Like I'm the more involved I think you are in the group and interacting, it does keep you accountable and keep you, keep you going. Um, I think it's like, you know, it's like anything, the more you put in, the more you're going to get back. Yes. So yeah rather than just joining and, and sitting back it's good to actually put yourself out there no matter what it is whether it's a question mm-hmm. or just share how you're feeling whatever it is yeah. um that interaction whatever does keep you going and keep you accountable to what you're trying to achieve yeah um yeah definitely i've found that absolutely and so in terms of um your first year that you've gone through what sort of time commitment did you find you were investing in that and yeah not much, which was really surprising given it was our first one and we really didn't know heaps about what we were doing. Um, not much. I mean, I was obviously running a full-time business. My husband worked full-time still like crazy hours as well, six to six. Um, and we still made it work. It was, yeah, I mean, admittedly to buy it, I think that was our biggest challenge, mm-hmm. just finding property and buying it. One was time. We had, you know, young kids and they were playing sport on the weekends. We just couldn't get to open homes. We couldn't see anything. So we did actually engage a buyer's agent to get that property. Um, and we told him what we were after. Um, and that helped, I think just, just Mm -hmm. getting something, um, was the hardest bit. And it was a bit of a, I think it helped us get over our fear a bit of it as well. Like, you know, you want to do it, but just really committing and doing it, but having that other person go third person, third party involved, um, going, look, I found your site, you can do this with it or something. And we're like, yeah, okay, let's go. You know, it, it kind of got us, jolted us into, into action. So, um, that helped too. Yeah, absolutely. As, as you know, having gone through the journey recently, you know, finding the site is probably the most time consuming part of it. Once you've got the deal, it doesn't take much time at all. Yeah, no, that's it. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't calculate time, but it, it really wasn't like we just on the side could, you know, you make a few phone calls to the city town planner or, you know, whatever council your water's doing or your sewer or something and just keep it rolling. And you do have all these other people coming in doing the work so you don't have to 
to do it, you know, keep an eye on it every now and then, make sure things are going right. But the most time consuming bit was just with the builder prior to, to contract, just, you know, finalizing plans and the color selection, all those little finer bits. That was the most time consuming bit, which took like half a day or a day. Yeah. Um, and that was really it. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. And you just, yeah, it's, um, it was very easy to do one project just on the side. Yeah. Working full time. So, um, yeah. but yeah, get your taste of it and maybe want to just do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you do the numbers in your head. You don't you think, okay, well, I easily did that deal on the side of working full time. So how about if I'm not working full time and I do a couple more deals, that's still yeah. not much time. And that, that's what makes the business so amazing. I think. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely been a, a driver for me. That's for sure. And I think, um, even though I had my own business prior to this, it was, the last 12 months of just, as you know, the property market, so therefore yeah. the mortgage market as well, like industry has just been going bonkers and I've been super busy and quite stressed. So it, you know, it kind of just made such an easy decision when I realized, okay, the hours I can put in, the money I can make from this without all this stress and the hours yeah. going in that I'm experiencing at the moment, I thought, no, this is time. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And do you and Glenn work together on these deals or are you the main driver and he supports you in the background? How does the dynamic work between you two? Um, yeah, pretty much together. We both have our own strengths. Um, I'm very good at the front end of things and the back end of things. He's good in the middle. <laughs> so I'm, I'm good at sort of putting the time in to find something and negotiating to buy it. And if we have tenants involved or anything, sorting that out. Um, then we both... Uh, have input on the builder and the plans and all that. Um, I throw in probably more of a design perspective into things. Um, but then when it comes to the subdivision and things like that, he's very good at that. That's his knowledge base. That's, he's all over that. He can, you know, look after it like that. So, um, that's what he, like, I, I understand it now after going through the first process. So, and I know I've got our checklist of things. So I know what to, I can pick up the ball if I need to, you know, if he can't. Um, at the time. So, and he's good at that and dealing with builders and things like that as well too. And, um, although I've kind of stepped in a little bit this time as well now. And yeah, then at the end, sort of the, the sales and talking to the real estate agents to get things going there, I'm, I'm quite good at it as well. So we kind of, we know our roles, we know our strengths. And so we don't, we kind of respect each other in what yeah. we're good at. And so we don't have any conflict there, which is good. Yeah. So. Oh, it's quite good. Amazing. Hopefully after the sale of this next project, he'll be able to join me full time in it. Yeah, awesome. that is amazing. He'll be able to do that, isn't it? And, and, and it is very important when you do work with your partner to make sure you know who's, who does what. So you don't step in each other's toes. But I don't know if you find this, I find it's amazing just to be able to bounce ideas off each other because you understand yeah. you've got common goals. It's lovely to also have that, you know, be able to bounce ideas of deals and, and crunch things and challenge each other. And, and I think it certainly stretches you and, and also builds your relationship further as well. I find that's. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think contrary to what some of my friends think, <laughs> we actually, it actually brings us closer together working yeah. on projects. Like, yeah. yeah, we're, um, yeah, have become quite a good team. So, um, we, yeah. something we really enjoy doing together. Yeah. Which That's well, amazing. Yeah. So going back to the first deal that you did, so you bought a block of land, you subdivided it into two, you sold mm. the land off, and then you built the house and sold the, ha- the house. Yeah, yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> did you sell that off the plan? Yeah, yeah. So, um, which was, you're right. It's <laughs> Sorry, a I just had a joke there. <laughs> um, yeah, funnily enough, we, 
got some interest. Like we didn't market it off the plan. We just yeah. let our real estate agent know, look, if you get someone interested, um, we'll definitely consider that. Yeah. And yeah, they came in good price. And I was like, this just locks in our profit. This is great. This is our, you know, from the conservative point of view again, our risk is gone. We're, we know, you know, first project fully sold. We know what it is. So, and they, we got the figure we wanted as well, probably about 50 grand more because the market was moving up then. Yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, it was, it was gold. And, I, and that is where you helped a lot with us because it was, it was a normal sales contract, but being purchased off the plan, um, we're like, what, what clauses do we put in here to help cover ourselves? And that's when, um, yeah, I remember I reached out to you during, during holidays. I think it was school holidays too. And you replied. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, because obviously I don't know what to do. And solicitors were even away. It was like just over the, that Christmas, New Year's period. And, um, I was like, getting no advice there either. So, um, yeah. And you came through with like just some really good, good stuff just to help us feel confident in going, yeah. okay, yeah, we can go ahead with this contract and accept it. And um, that was really one of the happiest days I've had, like um, just that knowing that, yeah, this is locked in and done. And, yeah, uh, yeah great it's feeling. Nice you feel like you've it. achieved your goals. Yeah. Finally, you know, you just, yeah, it was it was really good and incredibly helpful from yourself. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no pleasure. I'm always happy to help. Actually, I remember I was, I was just come back from that point. I was sitting in the same beach and I remember you, you your email coming through. It's like, oh, awesome, de-risking your project, being able to secure your profit. That was amazing. So yeah, very, very more than happy to help. So good. Yeah. In terms of your profit on that first deal, so just yeah. run us through um, your numbers at a high level. Yeah. So, well, we made about 162 grand on that one and um, that was about 13% yeah, profit on cost. So, amazing. yeah, which was, yeah, we were super happy with. Um, and that's it. That's that's doing it literally on the side, both working full time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't believe it. And um, that was... That was that one. And then, yeah, I, I guess our next one now is even another step up again, which is great. I mean, obviously the market's moving, but um, I've kind of did the figures very conservatively again based on, you know, things past probably sale prices, not yeah. as at today. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be about same, probably – I think 14% profit on cost, I think, but more around the 295,000 wow. profit range. Yeah. Is that a one into two again as well? That's a one into two as well. Yeah. So the difference between the two, the, our, our first one was actually um, not your standard size block, like a splitter block by any means. Like in Queensland, anyway, we have, we have like 810 square meter blocks that you yeah. split in half. But this was only 729 square meters, but it was zoned differently. So yeah. we knew that we could do a smaller lot on it. So the LMR zoning in Brisbane allows you to go down to like 260 square metres. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so we knew we could do two there. So the market there was a bit flooded with townhouses. Like, so doing this and we knew the end sale price of an individual home was so much higher. Yeah, um, yeah we, we went down went down that route. But this one is uh, a splitter block, um, yeah. which we managed to stamp up, which was really good. I kind of, um, after many, many attempts at trying to buy other properties <laughs> in recent months, um, fine-tuned my skills in talking to real estate agents to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, this is this one's ours. <laughs> yeah, and you were also known, having gone through the journey of crunching so many deals as well, you were being super <sighs> sharp on knowing what you could offer that deal and, and knowing how to, how to get the 
agent on side and how to move quickly and, and that's sort of gets part of the journey as well. It's frustrating as it is to go mm. when you can't find deals that don't happen quick enough. You do become razor, razor sharp in your deal belt. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I think for me, because I'm not a huge, I hadn't never been like a huge negotiator in that sense. I'm good at talking to people, but yeah. that side of things I hadn't before, but this is, this really took me out of my comfort zone. <laughs> but I just, especially when you have that drive to make something happen, I was yeah. just like, no, this is, you know, I've got to do what I've got to do. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, it worked. So that was good. That's amazing. So in terms of, so you've already banked 163,000? And you're looking to bank, you know, high, you know, just under 300000 for your next deal. I mean, yeah. how long would it have taken you to earn that sort of income? Like, you think about your, how long you're getting in and out of projects. So, perhaps, how long yeah. are you in and out of your first project? It was, well, from the time the temps of tenants in there, before they moved out, um, from then till settlement was 12 months. Yeah. 12 months. Okay. Yeah. And you're still and this, here? This one will be 12 months too. Like, we got an extended uh, settlement on it. So, yeah. we're getting all, the builder sorted, plans done, everything ready to go. So we pretty much signed the building contract as soon yeah. as settlement happens. And then yeah. it's just really that the building time is taking longer this time than, yeah. than last time. So that's the only, the only bit, but it'll, it should definitely turn around 12 months from settlement date for yeah. sure. And so that's, that's golden. Like I think, um, that's something we want to stick with mm-hmm. going forward for sure is these smaller projects that we can get in and out of in that 12 month period and, just stick with it. I think like we, we know when we're kind of extending our, um, I guess our, or using the knowledge that we know in subdivision and doing that and might try and scale that obviously in the future. Yeah. But in terms of we'll at least have one of these one into two, I think sort of inner city ish suburbs, um, as just a consistent because yeah. it is quick to turn over. Mm. There's a lot of sites that you can potentially do it on because um, we know a little bit of little tricks of the trade with yes. different things now in the council. Um, having one of those just as our consistent base, I think, will be something we always do. And then we'll look for those bigger ones um, on the site as well. They just don't come up that often. So but, yeah. yeah, we'll keep doing that. So, yeah. And that's no, amazing. That's so if you think about, you know, if, if even the project in 12 months, how long would it normally take you to, to – and that sort of income. Oh, 300 grand, like, in, I know. 12 months. When, when we did the numbers on this, I was like, you've got to be kidding. Yeah. Like, and I'm not, I haven't even allowed for the extra movement that's even happened in the last six weeks. Like, yeah. Um, I just want to allow, for, potentially if it drops, you know, in 12 yeah, months, but we're yeah. still making good money. But, um, yeah, look, oh, a long time. Yeah, I know. Like, it's, it, um, my husband's job. Yeah. You're like talking years, like, you know, a couple of years and. Yeah. That just shaves it off and puts you in, in a great position, you know. It does. Um, yeah. And so what is that? So banking that sort of money, what sort of impact does that have on your lifestyle and, and for your family? Oh, amazing. I think, well, uh, at this stage, you know, we've, we've got our mortgage paid off now. Like having 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 the, the, the lump sums too, I think, we've discovered helps because you kind of live within what your cash flow is, what your means yeah. are in a, in a sense. So then all of a sudden you get this big injection and, you know, like it just frees up so much more in your life and you just think, wow, like we've got mortgage paid off. We're, our next one, we're going to have a couple of years income, like all living expenses covered in the bank, ready to go. You know, you've got, we're looking at another project now as well. So it, when you're getting multiple ones and you can see it, bigger chunks coming in, you work, it just uh, expands your ideas of what you can do mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, enjoy in life. Yeah, I think that's. 
that's golden. And but I mean, the time frame, the, all the time you put in, uh, all the little time you have to put in, just <laughs> frees you up. Like to be, I've always been, you know, someone I want to be there for my kids, drop off, pick up, you know, yeah. and everything. That's really important to me. So to do that because it was starting to. I was just getting too busy in my other business really to, to be there all the time. And that really personally affected me. You know, I didn't, I didn't like that. So, um, this again now will be good. And especially if, you know, Glenn comes on board as well. I think as the boys hit the teenage years, having, having dad around a bit more will be yeah. really important. So absolutely. So I think you touched on the income accelerator effect from paying off your mortgage. It's quite amazing. I think you really underestimate, you know, that extra cash that's now yours. It's not going to your mortgage. It's like, wow, I've had an instant payday. It's quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. And yeah, I think, yeah, mentally it just, it frees you in a sense as well. Um, yeah. And you kind of just, yeah, your mind goes to another level as well of what can be done and you just kind of hit another gear in a way. Yeah. And I think that's the amazing thing about it gives you choice. Yeah. So rather than yeah. the weight of money and, and you know, mortgage on your shoulders, get rid of that and suddenly your mind is clearer to start thinking about other opportunities and, yeah. and, and, and enabling yourself to be of service, whatever way that, uh, you know, appeals to you, whether that's in property helping others or your family or just being around. And, yeah. And that's what I'm so passionate about in terms of teaching people because if everyone is, is being able to get their mortgages paid off and accelerate their income and and take their get get their own financial needs taken care of, then mm. puts you in a position to be of service to others. And I think that makes you a better yeah. person and makes you contribute to the world a bit and make the world a better place too. So yeah, I think that's, yeah. Um, there's this, like, yeah. feeling of joy that comes back in. You're just kind of yeah. like, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, it so does, yeah. And that's great. I'm so, so pleased that, you know, you're actually realising firsthand the amazing, amazingness of what this business can offer. You, you know, you've banked, you've banked profits in a 12-month period. You've got, you get the whole get in, get out, shorter, smaller projects, and they're still lucrative. You yeah. understand now that it's not a huge amount of your time, um, and yeah. and you know you've got choice now. So it's lovely to know that you made that investment in yourself. What uh, you're one of my early member, early adopters of the Rising Star back in yeah. July 2020, and yeah. and to see you in such a short period of time, um, you know, get out there, take the learnings, apply them, bank profits, and then getting onto your next deal and and having lifestyle change to your business. It's amazing, and and yeah. full credit to you for taking it. To, backing yourself, taking action and actually making it happen. So you're very inspirational. You've certainly inspired me as as I've watched your journey going along and I certainly know that you're going to inspire so many other people who listen to this, um, you know, listen to this talk as well. So Thank you. Thank you for pushing me in this direction. It was like it's been um, an incredible journey and I'm so incredibly thankful that we stumbled across you on Facebook, you know. And took that took that leap and just went, yeah, let, let's do this. It's yeah, you've helped helped a lot, which has been wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. So let's finish off in terms of you know, what are your plans for your future from now? Well <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, I think well we've got this this next project underway and actually I found another one um that I'm wow. hoping to do a JV with um as well, whether it comes off or not, we'll, we'll see. But we've we've at least established the JV relationship now, um, which is great because that was another big bit of a mental hurdle for me to get over. So um, yeah, doing that, and I've, well, we've also actually got a money partner in this this next project too. So 
and another one lined up for the next one. So these little bits and pieces that I, I didn't know about before starting Porsche development, um, yeah, it's all really helped. And so I, I think I'm piecing it all together now and able to, to get that next one rolling. And I think that's probably key in the next, maybe by the end of the year, it would be great if we could tour another one, but definitely in the next sort of six months, um, I'd like to. And just build to at least having two or three on the go each time. So, um, but yeah, and then it, after this next one, banks towards the end of next year, get uh, hubby on board and yeah. we'll just keep it rolling from there, I think. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. It's so inspiring. And I think anyone who listens to this audio is going to be inspired by your journey and, and how you've, you know, started from having not done a deal to a banked mm. one. You've got the second one going and you're already accelerating thinking about the third, fourth one and you've got joint venture partners and, and really yeah. made some lifestyle shifts. So it's, um, incredible journey how quickly you've done it as well. Um, and I hope that for people listening to your journey, that inspires them to actually back themselves and, and get out there and do it and, and learn, learn how to do it. But then taking action, I think that's the key thing, isn't it? You that is. Right there and do it, and um, yeah. that will happen if you if you hold yourself accountable and and get the support you need, and then go on and make it make it your reality. That's it. I think it's just being consistent too. You know, you just you got to keep at it. You you know, realize what your dream is, and you just make time every day. Just that's what I did. I blocked time. You know, at least an hour of my day, no matter how busy I was. I was like, no, I've got to look at projects, especially in this hot market. You got to you got to keep on top of it and just stay consistent and put the effort in and um, the rewards will come. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you've done this all during a really heated market. Um, and you have some people go, oh, it's too hard, the market's too hot. You found one and possibly two deals in this heated market right now. I've found a couple of deals as well. So you can find deals in any market. It's just a matter of going out there, being consistent, as you just said, yeah. um, continually showing up, continually looking for the solutions, and, and then they do happen because it's the ones who, who give up their deal could have been just around the corner. In fact, only the day just kept yeah. on going. That's it, exactly. I felt like that as well with this one that just that we've secured now. It was it was almost we almost missed it because we were looking at another one in a different suburb, but um we were caught up with that and at the auction for that, but it, it went way above, you know, what what we were willing to pay anyway. But then just that afternoon, you know, this one comes up and uh, just it probably been on the market for maybe a day, yeah. I'd say, but I could have maybe missed it if I just felt deflated after that auction, you know, that we didn't get it and I just wanted to slump and not do anything. But I was like, nah, get back on the horse, you know, look again. And then, bam, there it comes. So, yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much for sharing your journey. I can't wait for other people to hear your journey and where you started from and where you've got to. And, and I really look forward to continuing to hear your progress because it's amazing yeah. what you're doing. And, um, you're inspiring me as much as uh, I inspire you. So I'm sure you'll inspire a lot of other people too. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. Lovely Thanks, to see you. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. This is Building Lifestyles, a show designed to help everyday Australians create a lifestyle that inspires them using property development strategies. This podcast was produced by the Rising Star Developer. We've been helping Australians realise their financial and lifestyle goals since 2020 and we play a pivotal role in educating supporting and celebrating the goals and successes of our students to find out how we can help you realize your property wealth and lifestyle goals head to our website www.risingstardeveloper.com.au to make sure you don't miss an episode of viewing lifestyles be sure to subscribe to or follow the show in your podcast app and while you're there leave us a five-star review as it really helps others find the show 
I'm Amanda McEwen and we'll be back next episode with more tips to help you build your lifestyle.